Okay, so when this episode was recorded, it was the second week of September, I believe, the week of September 20th, and I was talking about, I don't know when this episode is going to drop, whether before or after or the day of my birthday. Well, today is my birthday, September 26th, so happy birthday to me. I am 24 today, and the episode is dropping, so there you have it, but I also forgot to mention at the end of the episode to follow the links in my show notes to my social media pages, as well as the link to the form to submit your anonymous confessions to the Dear Jasmine Off the Record series. I want to go ahead and kick that series off sometime in October. It's going to take place every other Wednesday, but I do need a collection of confessions to read. Right now, I do have some nice ones, but I definitely want to have a good collection to read through so that way I could pick and choose the ones that are the juiciest to start. Remember, they are truly 100% anonymous. Do not put your name in it. Do not put anyone else's name in it. Just make sure there's no name dropping or it won't be read. But again, follow the link into my show notes to the form to submit your confessions as well as the links to my social media pages. But that is it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. who's ever listening welcome to the podcast dear jasmine with the one and only best host in the world jasmine havana oh shit that's me i'm really excited for this one because this is it it is the start of my season one episode one and this is my first episode guys so it's going to be an open discussion something chill something we can vibe with and this particular one is going to be things I wish I knew before entering my young adulthood slash my 20s. Okay, so I guess it's important to let y'all know I am in my 20s. I'm currently 23 as I'm recording this. The date is September 20th, but there's a birthday in six days. Mine. <laughs> September 26th, I'm turning 24. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm turning 24. I don't know when this is going to be released, whether on my birthday, before, after, day of, who knows. But regardless, it's going to be within that week. So happy birthday to me. Ah! Okay, I can't believe I'm about to be 24, honestly. And I know that is still young. But at the same time, it's definitely getting up there in my opinion. And I am approaching a quarter of a century. I have my quarter life crisis already at 21, believe it or not. I thought I was going to have my whole entire life planned out. Everything was going to be perfect. My perfect career, perfect relationships, and a perfect living situation at 21. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was wrong because newsflash, it's not like that. It's not that simple. And I definitely have some ways to go. But being that I am in my 20s, there's a lot of things and mistakes I have made in my past. And just general things that I wish I knew earlier that would probably save my ass right now, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Now, most people say your 20s is going to consist of a lot of changes, new chapters, eye-opening situations, and you're going to be riding on a roller coaster ride the whole entire time. And yeah, they are so right. I'm only three to four years into it, and that should tell you a lot. But with that being said, I'm going to go through about five to six different points. I took some notes, y'all. So I'm going to talk about all the things I wish I knew before entering my 20s and young adulthood. And hopefully someone listening can either relate because you're also in your 20s, Maybe people who've passed their 20s want to go back and remember the things they wish they knew. Maybe you're even older, like 80, 90, who knows? Maybe you're an elder and you just want to listen. It might be relevant, who knows? But this is mostly also for the ones who are entering their young adulthood and their 20s. You're going to want to listen to this because you, be, you might need it, babes. But enough with my banter. 
I love Love Island, by the way, guys. I'm probably going to do an episode on that. I've watched the UK version. I haven't seen the recent US one, but I mean, who doesn't love the UK version? I love their accents. So we're going to go ahead and get into the first one. What I wish I knew was to accept the changes that come and learn to embrace it. And with that being said, all throughout childhood, life is pretty stable. It's so cookie cutter. Your path is laid out for you. I mean, wake up, get ready for school, attend it for about seven hours or so, go home, attend your after school activity, hang out with your little friend group, do your schoolwork, eat, sleep, repeat, and you do that for years. There's no bills, no debt no job i mean unless you took up a part-time job in high school like me because i was working at cold stone creamery at like 16 17 years old life is simple at that point but then high school graduation comes around and if you were anything like me you were scared shitless of what was going to happen next because we're now able to choose our own paths go to college trade school travel stay home move out get married stay single start a business have children don't have children or work a nine to five and half the stuff that we needed to know, or majority of the stuff we needed to know, they didn't teach us in school. They didn't teach us any of it. And honestly, I'm still struggling with trying to figure it out to this day. Didn't really know what credit was. Didn't really know how to save. Didn't really know how to own something of my own, like a house, car. Really the basic maintenance of my adult lifestyle. I didn't know. Make it make sense. I had no clue what I wanted to do with my life, but I chose the typical route of the four-year university like everybody else. But I was also due in part of the fact that my older sister took that route and she left me with some pretty big shoes to fill. But me and my sister are polar opposites. Ask anybody in our family. She's north, I'm south, she's day, I'm night. I mean, some things we do have in common, but everything else, it's like my poor parents raised two different children and they had nothing in common really. She was more book smart growing up while I kind of wasn't. I was more into like the creative arts, like acting, dancing, you know, writing. I used to journal a lot. I say all that to say, me and her are four and a half years apart, so while I was in high school, she was in college. So I would look at like her social media posts and I'd see all the amazing things she's doing and look like her experience was something great. Like, why wouldn't I want to do that? So what I did is when it was time for me to graduate and choose my path, I chose a college. Now, what worried me the most, though, was leaving behind everything I was used to, like my friends, because we were all choosing different schools apart from each other. And I was uncomfortable with that. I did not want to make any new friends. I did not want to start that befriending process all over again. Not that I was antisocial or anything like that. Just the fact that I can have social anxiety at times and it's just so hard to start all over again and ask people like, what's your name? What's your favorite color? Like learning about people all over again, you know? And I knew this set friend group since like elementary and middle school. These are my sandbox buddies. So I was content and I was like, oh no, no new friends. This is where I get to the point of accepting the change and learning to embrace it because well, those friends and I, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it, we're not. Freshman week of college, they always tell you to keep your dorm room door open. So that way, while all of the other freshmen are moving in their things, going through the hallway, you can, you know, go out there and mingle, make some friends and socialize. Well, mine was closed and I was closed off for the most part. And that right there affected me. Now, I did have one friend who went to the college that was like 20 to 30 minutes away from mine. And I'd go to her campus, she'd go to mine. So all freshman year, me and her were like yin and yang. Anytime you'd see her, you'd see me or vice versa. We would always meet people together, but when we were separate, we kind of stayed to ourselves. I mean, I can't really speak for her, but from what I remember and what I know, that's kind of how it was. But I really wish I did meet other people because in most cases, and again, not speaking for everybody, but just the general statistics, the friends you make and meet in college usually become your lifelong friends. So when me and her split as friends the following year, sophomore year, I had no one. 
And my sophomore year kind of felt like my freshman year part two because I had to start befriending people all over again. But I always felt like the odd one out because they had stories and memories from the year prior that I couldn't relate to at all. And on top of that, I still had schoolwork to get done. I had classes to wake myself up for and get to on time, an on-campus job that relied on me and I relied on too because maybe I was broke. And I didn't even really know what I wanted to study and major and I probably changed it several times throughout my college experience. And with that, after the lockdown of 2020, I didn't go back. I didn't finish. I left and I chose a different route. I tried multiple different jobs that I found interesting and I met people, made some friends, experienced some heartbreak along the way. I traveled with a cool job, moved in with my grandma and I worked two to three different jobs at a time. Then I moved out and left for Atlanta for a summer, struggled immensely and then I came back home and all that did nothing but make me more confused and lost. But it did humble me and I am grateful for the experience. Nonetheless, I tried and the moments and people I learned from, it was all great. And I became a different person during each of those phases, looking back. That shit was hard, and it can honestly make a person depressed, and it made me deeply depressed. Now, getting into my next point, I wish I knew to prioritize my mental health and self-care. This is so important. Honestly, mental health and self-care should be taught to us from the day we are born because you need it all the way to the day you die. Let's let's be for real. You can get overstimulated with all our responsibilities, deadlines, people, and experience stress and anxiety that can lead to depression. And one thing I did back then that I wish I can go back in time to tell myself not to do was I would go on social media and compare my circumstances to others. And that was from people in high school that I went to school with as well as people in college. And I would just see what they were up to. I mean, it honestly started off so innocent. <laughs> Sounding like cool. It started off so innocent. Anyway, let me stop. Um, but for real, it was just innocent scrolling. But then I would look at their posts and stories and I'd feel like a failure because my life wasn't looking like theirs. I wasn't hanging out with a huge friend group. I didn't have a boyfriend. In fact, I had just gotten out of a really bad breakup. So that part was triggering comparing my love life. And I wasn't in a sorority. I wasn't traveling the world. I wasn't wearing like any designer. So it was a lot. And I was comparing every single aspect to the point where I would even start comparing my beauty and the way I looked thinking I wasn't good enough and I wish I can go back in time and give myself a serious talk because you don't do that. To whoever is listening to this right now, remember you are beautiful just the way you are. You are gorgeous, handsome, a stunner and I hope you wake up in the morning and you look in that mirror and you smile at what you see back at you because that's something I'm trying to do more for myself. Social media is a facade. It is a facade and people are usually only posting the highlights of their lives, the ups of their little roller coaster ride. They don't really ever post the downs and never the behind the scenes of our life movie because I mean let's be for real life is a movie everything is fake people fake it every day and I learned that late in my life and I'm acting like I'm 30 something but <laughs> I learned it late in my 20s and in fact it really hit me last year honestly I wish I could have known it sooner because all the struggling and with my own self-worth and identity it really badly affected my mental health and it got to the point where I started thinking about how I didn't want to be here anymore if you know what I mean I wish I got help as soon as I started feeling like I was struggling because the earlier you catch it the better for you something that ended up helping me was a girls support group now I tried the private setting of like therapy and it wasn't for me and in fact it's not for everyone some people do well with it but then there's other people like me who thrive in a larger group setting so support groups do help and I met some really great girls during my time in that group and I still use the lessons taught to this day I read this quote somewhere that 
If someone had told us before we became 20-somethings that the path or the pain each one of us experienced is not unique, maybe we would feel less lonely in the times we were most lonely, and maybe the pain could have been something that brought us together. Now, it was from some article I read while I was reading up on this topic, and it's so true because we are not as alone as we think. And if you just ask your parents, your grandparents, even like your older siblings, I'm sure they too went through the same type of struggle and pain during their early adulthood. So think about it. If that's the case, wouldn't it make sense that our peers, friends, co-workers, and whoever else are probably going through the same stuff too? We're just all worried about like our egos and the way we look to other people to really tell the truth and be transparent. Now, nobody's life is perfect, so we got to take care of ourselves and try to take care of all the people we love around us too, because mental health, self-care, it's very important. And it's, it's kind of hard learning to love yourself during those hard times where life is kind of crazy and insane, but gotta do the work. My next point I want to get into is I wish I knew more about financial literacy. <laughs> Understanding my credit, debt, and managing bills because, boy, I wish they gave us a financial literacy course in grade school. Why, why didn't they? Because money makes the world go round, guys. And if you don't understand any of it, how the hell do they expect us to succeed on our own? I am truly blessed and grateful that I have amazing parents who really did take care of most of my financials in the earlier years post high school. However, I do wish that they did sit me down and reviewed everything that they were doing with me so that way I knew. In a way, they kind of did, but at the same time, I still felt very lost and sometimes I still do, but I wish I asked more questions, looked up the basics of saving and budgeting on the internet because guys, Google is free. Did y'all know that? Google? Yeah, it's free. And another thing I wish I had learned was investing. I wish I knew what that was and I wish I knew about it earlier. I mean, investing is hard work from what I've heard. I haven't done it yet, but from what I understand, it's a lot of knowing about the current market that goes into it. And that's something I'm trying to teach myself and force myself to learn more on so that way I can start. Oh, and credit. If this is the main thing that pretty much runs our life as an adult, why the hell did the school system not implement learning about this? We were sitting there learning about the Pythagorean theorem, y'all. Like, do you know how important credit is as an adult? To be able to buy a house, a car, own land, start a business, take out a loan. Honestly, even some jobs nowadays are looking at your credit score before they hire you. It's just ridiculous, but... And to me, I think it's a dumb requirement, but I guess it does help hold people accountable, and it's just another way for the government to control us, honestly. But seriously, financial literacy is, is still kicking my ass right now, and I'm... So trying to understand the concept of my money and establishing myself financially as an adult. So to everyone listening who is in the same boat or about to be, just do your research. Whatever your learning style is, do that on this topic because you have to learn about this stuff. And I, I so wish I learned more and knew more about this as a teen prior to my 20s. But moving on, my next point is I wish I knew about creating healthy relationships in my family, friends, and even my romances. This one I'm going to try to keep short because, yeah, I have a lot of stories and a lot of experiences with losses and changes within my relationships. But I'm going to start with family. Now, in family, you're not a baby anymore. You are in charge of the caring and keeping of yourself. You're going to see your loved ones age, and this is where you've got to like start caring for them now. And growing up, you don't ever really realize all the sacrifices your parents, guardians, grandparents, and sometimes even your older siblings, all the stuff they've did for you. I, I know I did it, and I got myself into a lot of shit during my time trying to figure myself out as a young adult, even before that. And I wish I realized how much they were really saving my life in more ways than one, because I got into a really bad car accident a few years back, and it was, it was a mess. Everybody's okay, and God is truly good to me because I am so glad and so lucky to be here, because anyone who's seen the pictures, it was, it was quite insane. And my parents came to pick me up in the early hours of the morning. They had to drive like 
over an hour to come get me from where I was at. And then they handled all the details following. And I had no idea what to do. I mean, I was terrified. I was in pain too, but they took care of it. But that is just one story out of many. I know I drove them insane. I, I know it. <laughs> I worried them shitless. Um, but they gave me so much. Now that I'm older and looking back, like I would do anything for them. Quality time with my family means so much to me now. It's so valuable. And I try to surprise them with different things to put a smile on their faces to have them be proud of me and my growth because I didn't realize or see the things they were doing for me all those years. And same goes for like grandparents and your siblings too. The time is so valuable. So I try to call them more. I do my best to see them, spend time with them as much as possible because family is really important. And I wish I did more of what I'm doing now, thanking them when I was growing up and going through the pre-adult stages because a family is forever and your friends not all the time this one is a touchy one remember when you were growing up your mom always made those comments about those friends are not really your friends but you ignored her and you still hung out with them anyways because what is she talking about i wish i listened to her because we don't always see people for who they really are we always are trying to focus on the best things about them but we got to stop doing that and open our eyes because friendships are going to change as you grow up and sometimes you do realize you are different and you're interested in different things your goals might not align with each other anymore but you're still cool you're still cordial you're not best friends like you were in fifth grade anymore but you're cordial you're, you're distant friends there's no hard feelings you still keep up with each other there's still plenty of love there i have some friends like that i'm sure we all do but then there are the ones who turn on you you trusted them and when they do you wrong it hurts because hey you didn't see it coming that was your best friends like how could they do that to you how could they do something like that to you now me i had two best friends i was incredibly close with since grade school since elementary middle school for real and like i mentioned earlier i'm not friends with those people anymore because a betrayal happened something that was really hard on me and was really hard for me to forgive them for it was probably one of the hardest times in my life because i grew up with these girls these are my sandbox buddies and i couldn't understand why they would do something like that to me i saw them as my family if i'm being honest because we had years and years of memories and pictures and all of that and when that happened I mean it, it hurt and no kidding like friendship breakups can be just as bad as relationship breakups I don't care what anyone says but I should have listened to my mom when she said it she called it a few times the red flags that she'd catch and I'd ignore hey a mother's instinct knows so listen to your mother when she questions someone's intentions about you and I wish I realized that your best friends from when you were like 9 10 years old aren't always going to be your best friends when you're like 18 19 20 and so on and who you hang around with does matter it affects you whether you want to believe it or not there is influence there it's called peer pressure guys people will see your friend doing something and assume you're doing the same thing even if you're not they will categorize you with them and hey you might even be influenced to do something that you don't even want to do because it matters you got to be around like-minded people and I wish I knew that sooner I wish I had joined like an organization and activity something I was passionate about back then because maybe it wouldn't have hurt as much when those friends weren't my friends anymore because at least I had people who were similar to me and on a similar journey but lucky for me now I have met some amazing people during my years post-college and it's been amazing I have a solid support system of friends now so by all means I'm not complaining I am happy and I am still open because I'm sure I'll be meeting more people and making more friends throughout my adulthood and that does include intimate relationships so moving forward dating is hard guys it is and when I was like 10 years old I made myself a time capsule to open up when I turned 21 I opened it and why did I write myself a letter asking if I was married yet because remember I told you I thought my whole entire life at 21 was going be set and perfect now i wish i knew back then it's not that simple and sorry to disappoint you baby jasmine we're not and with hookup culture taking over the way it is it has not been like an easy ride through the dating game let's be honest like the streets are scary and these dating apps are everywhere so people don't even know how to approach you the organic way out in public anymore and honestly that is the way i prefer 
And I tried the dating apps, but either the guys I meet are kind of awkward or we're just not compatible or they're only looking for that one thing, if you know what I mean. And I just can't do it. And I'm sure it has worked for other people, but for me, no, I can't do it. And both of my exes, I met them the organic way. And obviously it didn't work out because, well, they're exes. But I love that I met them that way because that's the way it should be. Now, following up on exes, breakups suck. And I wish I knew that before that they aren't as dramatic or even anticlimactic as they show on TV and in the movies. They are all unique. And my first one was awful. He was my first real relationship and he was my first love, honestly. And everything was great. We had the normal arguments every now and then and we took a break and got back together at one point. But during that second run, he was unfaithful. My heart was torn to pieces and I remember crying for hours and hours straight, crying myself to sleep. Like I, I wasn't even eating the way I used to because I just, I just couldn't. And I kept thinking of the things that I did wrong to ruin the relationship. And I think back to that time in my life life and I wish I could go back in time to tell myself over and over again it wasn't me there was nothing wrong with me it wasn't my fault he knew what he was doing he knew the consequences but he still did it it had nothing to do with me if you are going through something similar it has nothing to do with you now no one can really explain to someone who's never been through a bad breakup or heartbreak before how it feels because it's different for everyone and after him I did have another pretty bad one I mean it wasn't as bad I mean it was kind of harsh but hurtful at the same time but hey at least he was honest Breakups are crazy, man. And there really is nothing you can really do to prepare for them. But what helps is being around people who love and care about you. Both times I had great people surrounding me and I also had a great roommate too during my sophomore year. So if you know who you are, thank you so much for all you did. Man, I wish I knew that relationships in general are not as simple as they make it seem and as I thought it would be. You just really gotta surround yourself with the right ones and just keep your eyes open to all the red flags that people show you the first time. Now, Lastly, and in my opinion, the most important point of all, I wish I knew to stay true to myself. Now, as cliche as that sounds, there is no better friend than yourself and there is no better love than self-love, but it is the truth. And we we can't try to change ourselves to appease a friend because they are not your friend, baby. And if they require you to change who you are to be with them, drop them. And don't change yourself to appease or appeal to a man, woman, whoever, because that is not how love works. And if they can't accept you for who they are, then that's not the one for you and y'all aren't compatible. Simple. Now I wish I knew this because I went through multiple different phases of adjusting to my friend groups, guys I liked and peers trying to fit in so that they'd like me and want to hang around me more. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't feel like myself and I'd be miserable and unauthentic because I used to let people tell me how to be like, huh? <laughs> and I understand the importance of self-love now. It's very essential. But listen, at the end of the day, you do not have to follow society's plan for you or the footsteps of an older sibling or even family members. And I know that now. I mean, you're going to win some and lose some you're going to become multiple different versions of yourself until you figure out who you want to be and that is okay and I'm still doing this to this day it takes a while because sometimes I'd be feeling like I have lived like nine different lives like a goddamn feline <laughs> and I look back at like old social media memories Facebook memories and Instagram posts and I'm like who the hell is that girl because that is not me I cannot believe that was me because that was like the trial and error of my life honestly I gotta remember to not rush into things that you're not ready for and just enjoy life as it comes and so even to this day, my final point I'd like to add, we got to remember, and I certainly do, is to stop looking back into our past. There's nothing back there for you. Because our eyes are forward for a reason, because there's so much in front of us that hasn't even come into our line of sight yet. And it's because we have to move on from what's behind us. So I'm going to wrap up now. I just would like to remember, and also those listening to remember, within these years, you're for sure going to become multiple different versions of yourself. Just make sure to embrace and love and be cool with every single part of you because one day when you're older, when you're sitting in your rocking chair with your grandkids, you're going to want to look back at your adulthood, your young 20s, and you're going to want to be proud of how much you've 
come since then, but you also want to laugh about it as well. All right, so if you stayed this long, you are a trooper because I'm pretty sure we're almost 30 minutes in. Um, thank you for tuning in to my very first episode of Dear Jasmine. I'm still going to be fine-tuning and figuring out how I'm going to be releasing these episodes, so just be sure to tune in to the next one because hopefully by then I will have a set schedule for these. But, I mean, that is all for me today. And until next time, I hope you guys have a great day and much love to you. Mwah.